Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. Welcome to Search the Scriptures. Great to be back with all of our listeners today. We're so thankful to have this opportunity to be with you each day, Monday through Friday, each week, and open up God's Word, study a little bit further, dig a little bit deeper, learn a little bit more. We do exactly as the name Search the Scriptures tries to express. We get into God's Word, and we do dig deep. We, as I keep saying, kind of peel the layers of the onion back, so to speak. We don't want to just teach people surface-level understandings of God's Word. We want them to understand the depths. As the Hebrews writer puts it in Hebrews chapter 5, the last several verses there, we want to get into the meat of the Word. We want to help you grow spiritually and really grow spiritually. And that's important, but that comes through God's Word, studying and learning. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, we encourage you to go to our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Click on the podcast button and sign up for our podcasting. It is free. It always will be free. We're not after your wallet. We want to help people, as many people as we can, get to heaven. And when you sign up for our podcasting, you will automatically receive to your smart device, whether that's your smartphone or computer, laptop, pad, tablet, whichever one you choose, you will automatically receive Search the Scriptures every Monday through Friday. And so if your schedule, your daily schedule, keeps you from being able to listen on a consistent basis, you'll be able to listen consistently because it'll be right there on your smart device. It'll automatically come to you. Again, free and always will be free. You'll also receive our Sunday morning Bible class, Wednesday night Bible class, all of our sermons, and you will receive what I really think is a gem. It's a short Bible study every day, seven days a week. We call today's Bible class only about 13 minutes or so long, but it's there every day. Keeps us in God's Word. Keeps us focused on our relationship with God. Helps us to stay focused on our spiritual lives as well, and enables us to have a better, more spiritually focused mindset to be able to deal with life every day. But it also helps us to stay strong and grow in our faith because we're right there in God's Word. So take advantage of that and sign up for our podcasting again, free. Now, come and worship with us, study God's Word with us, grow spiritually with us at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ. Our church building is located at 3606 North 108th Street in Omaha. 3606 North 108th Street in Omaha. Our Bible classes begin every Sunday morning at 9.30, followed by worship at 10.30. Sunday evening, we come back together for another period of worship at 6 o'clock each Sunday evening. And right in the middle of the week, Wednesday evenings, good time to stop and get our spiritual batteries recharged. We have Bible classes every Wednesday evening at 6.30. You're welcome to any and all of our services. We hope to see you soon. Get to know us. Let us get to know you and let's grow spiritually together. We're going to get back into our study talking about the power to face life successfully. Now, again, life in this physical world throws a whole lot of curves at us. We can have a period of time where life is just 
great. We're on top of the world, so to speak, in our emotions and our thinking and our feeling. But then something happens almost in an instant, seemingly to turn our lives upside down. And it can be all kinds of different circumstances. It can be illness, injury, financial setback, loss of a job. I remember one time a group of workers went into one of the largest, one of the largest employers in that particular city. And unbeknownst to them, as they walked in, their employer was ready with pink slips for almost every one of them. They were virtually shutting down, I believe. What a shock. What a shock. But that kind of thing has happened in one degree or another lots of times to a lot of people from year to year. What a shock. Well, loss of a job. Well, that can turn life upside down, can it? Almost on a dime. But it could be other things. It could be conflict in a relationship, maybe between spouses or maybe between, in between some other family members or maybe between some friends or maybe with your employer. It could be the death of a loved one. It could be the onset of emotional stress from some of these other factors that might have happened or a whole host of other developments that all of a sudden seem to just turn your life upside down and inside out. Well, what do you do? How do you deal with it? As we said, some people seek professional help, and that can be a good thing in many cases. Maybe not the best thing in some cases, and certainly not the best thing in any of the cases when we stop and think about what we're studying in this particular study. But seeking some professional help can have good results, to a degree at least. So people turn to doctors, they turn to counselors, maybe to seminars, maybe they seek out friends or family members who have gone through something similar and they pick their brains, so to speak, ask them for advice, guidance. But a lot of people, they try to hide from it through alcohol and drugs. And that does not solve the problem, does not make anything better. It makes things worse because the problem is still there and probably getting worse as time drags on, but also they've got another problem now, and that's their addiction. So what to do? Well, we've been looking at what the Apostle Paul lays out for us as to the lesson he learned along this line. Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 11. He said, not that I speak in regard to need, For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Now, what does he mean in whatever state he is? Whatever state his life is in at that particular moment or during that particular period of time, whatever the condition of his life is, he says, I've learned to be content. How many times do we go through a hand-wringing exercise? What am I going to do? What's going to happen? What if this? What if that? How am I ever going to get through this? Well, Paul said, in whatever state I have learned, in whatever state I am, to be content. And he goes on and he says, not that I, not, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased. I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to, to abound and to suffer need. 
He says, I've, I've been there. I've been on both sides of the ledger. I've been up and down the block, so to speak. I know, when, I know how it is when things are going great, and I know how it is when things are really going miserably from a physical perspective. But I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. And then the answer to his contentment, what has led him to learn the lessons Verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Paul learned a valuable lesson. And no, Paul was not always in Christ. In fact, for a long period of time, Paul did not even believe in Jesus. In fact, he did all he could to try to stop Christianity, to try to keep people from becoming Christians and making them deny their faith in Christ once they had become Christians. Yeah. But he learned the error of his way, and he adjusted his life. As I said, there are a whole lot of people, they're looking for answers in all the wrong places. They're not thinking about God and his guidance, his wisdom, his blessings, his grace, God's not in their head, not in their thoughts. And they don't want God in their thoughts. They want complete freedom to do whatever they want to do, no matter how self-destructive it may be in a lot of cases. A whole lot of people, they keep suffering the consequences of making bad choices over and over and over again and still making those bad choices and suffering the same consequences. And they never seem to learn. Never seem to learn their own self-destructive behavior. I've said many times, why not give God a try? You've tried everything else and failed. You've been miserable. Why don't you give God a try? Well, so Paul says, I learned, I learned. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He learned, and that, as he lays out those three verses, the first thing he notes, I learned to be content in whatever the set of circumstances might be in my life. In verse 12, he says, I'm not speaking theoretically, I'm speaking from personal experience. He had been through a lot of negative circumstances in his life, a lot of turmoil, a lot of hurt, a lot of bad times, as we would think of them from a human perspective. Let's look at some of the things that he he has laid out for us. Now, again, we did make the point that typically... As human beings, we think if we could just get more money, that would fix everything. We'd be happy. We'd solve all of our problems. But that doesn't work either. In fact, Jesus said in Luke chapter 12 and verse 15, take heed and beware of covetousness or greed. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things which he possesses. Whatever it is that we achieve or acquire materially, 
something we think, oh, man, if I had that, I'd be so happy. But once we get it, we're looking for something else. And none of those material things, no amount of money in our bank account or our 401ks or our IRAs is going to get us to heaven. We've got to look deeper. We've got to become more spiritually focused. What did Paul write by way of example as to what he had learned? If we turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, this is what he had experienced in coming to that ultimate conclusion and reality that he needed Christ in his life and that through Christ he could face whatever life threw at him. All of the curves, all of the hardships, all of the negatives. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, in verse 9, he wrote this. For I think that God has displayed us, has displayed us the apostles, last as men condemned to death. For we have been made a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. What? A whole lot of people out there, they think, you know, all that stuff that preachers spout off, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. Well, they think that's just preacher talk. Preachers don't know what they're talking about. They're not, they're not out there in the real world. They don't live the real life. They don't know what we go through. Yeah, we do. We go through it all, too. Let me tell you what the Apostle Paul went through. Here he says, he says he thinks, he thought that God had displayed the apostles last among humanity as men condemned to death, for we have been made a spectacle to the world, he says. Drop down to verse 11 in 1 Corinthians chapter 4. To the present hour we both hunger and thirst, and we are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless. Uh, Does that sound like Paul and the apostles, the other apostles, never went through anything? Hard knocks, difficult times, trauma, uh, turmoil, trauma in their lives, hungering, thirsting, poorly clothed, beaten, homeless. Then he goes on and says, and we labor, working with our own hands, being reviled, we bless. What does reviled mean? ridiculed, made fun of, persecuted, verbally. But he said, what's our response when we're reviled? We bless. We respond in a positive way. Being persecuted, we endure. We go through it. We have confidence God will see us through it. Being defamed, we entreat. What does that mean? We encourage We have been made as the filth of the world, the offscouring of all things until now. Well, Paul went through a lot. Went through a lot. He was not just spouting off theoretical mumbo-jumbo about, I've learned in whatever state I am to be content because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He experienced more difficulties in life, I would, tell, I would say, hands down, than probably every single one of us has ever experienced or ever will experience. 
Let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and read beginning with verse 8. He says, For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia. This was one particular example he's bringing out. That we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even of life. He doesn't say what it was, what the circumstances were that brought him to this particular situation or reality, that they were burdened beyond measure, above strength. They despaired even of life. But then look at what else he says. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves. And so I think we can understand that Paul is saying, very possibly, we thought we were going to die. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. So Paul says, we were up against it. Our backs were against the wall. We had the sentence of death. But we needed to learn to trust God who raises the dead. Now, he didn't say we died, but he said, we trust in God who's more powerful than death itself. And he delivered us. He delivered us, and he says, and does deliver us. So he's still delivering us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us, that he will continue delivering us. More than we faced, isn't it? Probably more than virtually any of us have ever faced. And Paul was talking about having faced that potential ending of his life and those with him, working with him, spreading the gospel, because they were spreading the gospel. They were doing good. And he said, we had the sentence of death that we needed to trust God who raises the dead. He has power over death. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Paul knew what he was talking about. He wasn't just spouting off. He knew exactly what he was talking about when he said, I've learned to be content in whatever state I am. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He had experienced that over and over again. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, beginning with verse 23, speaking of himself again and his experiences as an apostle, as a gospel preacher, as a faithful, dedicated Christian, active Christian, he said, in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure. Stripes above measure? What does that mean? He'd been whipped so many times he says, you get the idea, he's lost the count. How many stripes have been laid on his back? In stripes above measure. In prisons more frequently. He'd been in jail a number of times. In deaths often. And he does not elaborate on those deaths that he had come near experiencing. 
From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Now that means at the hands of his Jewish persecutors, he had been whipped with 39 lashes five times. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among the false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. Paul had been through it. Have you ever been stoned? Have you ever been shipwrecked? Have you ever been whipped with 39 lashes five times, beaten with rods three times? Have you ever been put in prison over and over? Have you ever been in the deep, and I think we're to understand after the shipwrecks, you're out there in the water for a night and a day? Have you ever been in all the perils that he lists there? And he concludes with something that probably only preachers and perhaps elders can really understand fully, his concern for the churches every day. No, Paul was not speaking theoretically when he said, I have learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. It was not a surface-level kind of statement when he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He had been delivered over and over and over and over and over again. He knew what he was talking about because he had gone through it personally. What about you? Do you believe what Paul laid out there? That God can be with you, wants to be with you, wants to take care of you, wants to deliver you, give you ultimate victory with eternal life in heaven? If you will walk with him through Jesus Christ in faithful obedience consistently? Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us all to see you have the victory waiting for us. We can't bring it on ourselves, by ourselves, by our own means. Please help us to come to you and turn our lives over to you through Jesus Christ. Help us to see, Father. Please forgive us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.